Today we talk in depth about frogs and fractions. It's Frog Fractions on the podcast. Steve, hello. Hello, it's Frog Fractions uh, Game of the Decade Edition, which is what I play. Uh, so mm, let's mm, ga- well, Game of the Decade. Know, keep that in mind, uh, listeners. Well, it's it's not the Game of the Decade if it if you didn't use Hop's iconic cap. Listen, that's just what the icon said when I double clicked on it. <laughs> um, Tommy, hello. Hey, Mike. We are here today, gathered here today, to talk about. Um, the video game Frog Fractions, originally a browser game, came out in 2012, and and, and we're going to add it, add it to the endless list of games. I um, was thinking about this before the podcast, and I was thinking, we should do an episode with a laugh track. <laughs> Not just like our own laugh track that we You want me constantly. to just do it? I have a lot to say about Frog <laughs> Fractions. It doesn't involve me swearing, so I could just react to you guys. Whoa, swearing? <laughs> If we get a laugh track, can we also get, like, all the other uh, sitcom crowd reactions, like gasps and, like, oh, <laughs> I want all that. I was thinking about that before we got on. It'd be really funny if I, like, really chopped up the podcast and added in, like, laughing in the background and sitcom stuff. That would be our own kind of subversive meta podcast uh, that we'd be bringing to the table here. Uh, speaking of, so Frog Fractions, just so we're aware, just I'm going to put it out there. If you haven't played this game, it's an hour long. Go on Steam, play it. I think it's like five bucks or something. It's really, really short, and it's really cheap, and it's worth a playthrough. But if you haven't played the game, I would recommend you not listen to this podcast. Simple. So stop what you're doing. This go play the game. The ultimate spoiler and, alert. And then go, then go there. Because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. And this game is very much better enjoyed if you have no idea what's going on before going into it. It's just fun. Frog Fractions Game of the Decade Edition is so cheap, it's actually free on Steam right now. I was going to say, I was like, well, did I pay 99 oh. cents for this? No, it's free. No, no. So if to get Hop's Iconic Cap, the DLC, you have to pay money for it. Uh, but just the game is free. I see. So it I was, was, was original. Originally a browser game, um, and you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. At It's a Bad Pod on Twitter is the Twitter handle. Um, our endless list is included in the podcast description. We are adding this game this week, our 151st game, to the endless list. Um, and also, what else do we have here? As I look through this, it is our 28th game from the 2010s. <laughs> Our second browser I w- game. I was doing the math there. I was like, 28th What was the first browser game? Oh, Quop? Uh, yes. Oh, Quop's yes. going to come up later in my ranking. Oh, I'm sure. Um, developed by Twinbeard Studios. One person, his name is Jim Stormdancer, or their name, I should say. Um, and published by Twinbeard Studios. Came out in 2012, as we said. Same year as Hotline Miami, Journey, Fez, FTL, Thomas Was Alone. These uh, it's kind of like year. I think it's like, like the second wave of indie games because the first wave was like, oh, let's see here, um, 
the original Splunky, XBLA games. Those were like the first wave from like 2009. And then you have the Hotline Miamis and Journeys and stuff like that. But yeah, originally on a browser, developed as a joke. Originally. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be an inside joke between him and like his group of group of friends. He said, I basically wrote Frog Fractions for my friends. Every weird new feature I put in, I put in with the motivation that I was going to get to see a friend's reaction to it that weekend. So My, like, my stock just rose on this game a lot, just hearing that. Because I, I was curious playing this game. Like I was like, this is a joke. Like This, this video game, like... It's a weird video game. It's a browser game, but like it just feels like an inside joke almost. Um, so oh yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, good yeah. to know that 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 was the actual origin story of this. He didn't want to. He wasn't making this to make money originally. He was just well, doing clearly. it to do it. It's free on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was a. I mean, it was a browser game, so it was free to play anyways. Um, but yeah, he he eventually would go on. It would get like super popular. So. Um, he sold like the game soundtrack, he sold merch around it, but he never sold the game until he made the second one. Um, or I shouldn't say the second one until he made another game. Um, but yeah, so, and it was meant to be like, it was it, like the interludes between the sections was meant to be pretty dreamlike. I played this game like maybe like a month ago and I watched a playthrough uh, today because I forgot some of the sections and yeah, the, the the changes in between the different sections is very dreamlike. It's very like surreal. It's very like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, definitely. The There's one in particular where you're transitioning between like the Mars, like Frogger space invaders section which you had already kind of encountered in the beginning of the game and then you're like going through these tunnels and there's like a voiceover describing the history of boxing but the <laughs> origins of boxing were actually two people trying to have like a really boring argument with each other and put the other one to sleep and then like the true boxing fans and it was like I and mean, this is like a five five or seven minute like rant basically and it's just like very kind of dreamy weird and you're going you're riding a dragon <laughs> through these tunnels that are kind of going nowhere it's like a very it's a very hard to navigate section and yeah it felt like a dream like from beginning to the end <clears throat> that music was great by the way yeah. i was watching that section i was like whoa this music's pretty great and with the voiceover it's just it's like what the fuck is happening but i mean this whole game is like what the fuck's happening you start the game and it's like um, missile command or um, a better or more apt comparison would be frogs and flies for the Intellivision and the Atari 2600 um, where you're just sitting on the lily pad and you have to click on bugs to eat them and they turn into fractions for some reason. Um, and then it kind of like, it's just becomes super meta and you have, you can get upgrades where you have lock on targeting um, and then you can remove lock on targeting. And then you and can then add it again. And then you can remove it again. I don't think lock on targeting actually does anything. I think it just makes like a little target appear on the bugs. No, it does. No, it, it, it does. It does. You can like, yeah, get lock on I, targeting. Yeah. Believe me, I, you can do that section forever. And I did it for quite a while because I was maybe enjoying an edible or, or two. Uh, and I didn't think to go and you do the one direction that they tell you to go, which is to go down underwater. So I did it. And you can look at my achievements for it. If you get to a certain point with keep choosing between not having lock on and taking it off and putting it back on, you start getting achievements and they start ringing up every time you cycle through it. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was curious that, about... Like, uh, 
I, I only fell for that a little bit like early on in the first part of it. But when I got back to Mars, there's a second part of it. Or not back to Mars. When you get to Mars, there's a second part of that. And it just kept going and it starts building out actually your inventory too. So it's like a defined inventory or not inventory, but like upgrade grid. And then it starts like adding squares on the side of it. And I was like, all right, well, I, clearly <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what happened to me too. That's what happened in the first part too if you keep going. <laughs> I wonder how far you... I. I guess you must have gotten way farther than me. I hit one achievement with doing that, and I went for a while, and then I got bored and just wanted to finish up the game. <laughs> so I got, uh, just to, I'm going through my achievements. Um, what do we got here? We get five upgrades in a row, horizontally, vertically, and diagonally, is something you can only get if you have expanded the thing, because it keeps going. I got that one. Unlock every letter in the alphabet. <laughs> Which is, it just keeps getting letters. <laughs> so I was, I was really bad. I was, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like you, you go under the water and then you're in a, you, you get all the fruit you can eat and you can afford. Like a, upgrades. like a billion fruit is about how much fruit you get. Like a billion. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, literally what it says. Like a billion. <laughs> uh, and then you get on a rocket ship and it turns into Star Fox for some reason. Right, yeah, they, tell you, they even tell you to do a barrel roll. <laughs> Albert Einstein says, good, good fly and hop. <laughs> I knew the barrel roll was coming before like it happened, like a minute before. I'm like, I bet they're going to say barrel roll. And they, de they delivered. <clears throat> but then when you get to Bug Mars, which is where you're going, obviously, um, you're accused of, of, uh, by the government of Mars of committing genocide against the bugs. Um, and then you get choices like, or you get questions like, on Bug Jersey Shore, what is Bug Snooky's favorite ice cream? And one of the responses is, get them off the bugs! <laughs> yeah, the, the responses range from like, no, no, there's been a misunderstanding type responses, to like, the bugs are everywhere and they're literally coming to kill me and I need to destroy them. And then like other ones where you're kind of like coy and playing along and like, it's funny because you, you can't get any of these questions wrong. And the responses that the like judge, which is also a bug, uh, gives to you is like the best writing in the game. I feel like they're so funny. He's like, he's like, yes, and it was our darkest moment when Bug Stonewall Jackson did those things. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps going. Um, but yeah, no, so th that's when you Stonewall Bug Jackson. Sorry. Ah, yes. How silly of me. Bug Jackson. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, then you go back to the frogs and fly style game, the missile command style game, and then you go into the maze and then you get into a text adventure at the end of the maze, which I was like, this part sucks. I yeah, that's it. the part I hated that, it. <laughs> like, I can't give this game a good score based on anything because it made me do that. <laughs> the text adventure portion was just like, it wasn't meta enough. Like it wasn't that funny. It was and it played was like, entirely straight. Yeah, and it was like just a text adventure. Like Did you, get... you have to type in, go up, go down, yeah. uh, pick up things, push the button, and there was like a very specific specific sequence of things you needed to do in order to uh, turn on the navigation again. I assume we all looked it up what to do, right? We were just like, we all I got did. It. No, I got it. You got it. You did? Yeah. 
I don't believe you. What? I, <laughs> all right, wow. don't believe that's, me, but that's impressive because the the responses in the like the like path I had to follow it was like, what? Do they even mention that thing that's there? Like half of them it was like turn knob and like yeah, it mentions the knob, but there were a couple of them that were very. There's no way I would have guessed it otherwise. Yeah, there was there was some things. I I, I think I got pretty far. I got pretty close to it, but I was like, I just couldn't figure it out because you have to like like put your a bucket up to get coins and then take the coins and like take them to the top of the ship or something. I forget what the exact sequence is. I think is. it's like a milkshake or something like that, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It's like green, pink glue yeah. goop that pink, goes yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But if you you can switch a button that makes shoot out money too, and you need that money for us to get somewhere. The thing that bothered me is that I swear the first two or three times I went through the captain's quarters, it did not mention the end table at all. So I'm, like, walking back and forth across the ship and just being like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I've done everything. And, like, on, like, the fourth time, it's like, there is an end table in here. I was like, why didn't you say that the first three times? <laughs> There's, um, there also is, after you, you set your course back to Bug Mars, after flying off Bug, I don't know why you left, but then you have to go back. And then you're running for the president of Bug Mars, uh, when you get back and it's a DDR style game and it was very hard for me <laughs> even though I don't think you can fail it I am um, no, you can o- I was like holy shit no no you the only way to do well is to smash all the buttons at once I noticed <laughs> yeah that's I how I did to it. do it at first but I was like there's no way I can keep up to this and I was like you know getting the little green bar to go like two-thirds of the way up there and I just started smashing all the directional buttons and it was like perfect great amazing perfect great it's like man all right <laughs> I'm awesome at DDR so you're elected to the president of Bug Mars, um, and you get a nice montage of all these different characters who you've never met in this entire game. Um, and then you, uh, it turns into a business simulator where you can produce bug porn, and it goes, thanks, I'm more into ladybugs. Yeah, it asks you a series of questions on your computer, and it's like, how many megabytes of bug porn do you want to make? And I would always be like, one it's like how much do you want to sell it for one hundred thousand bug dollars <laughs> it's like all right and then what was the third question i remember i t- t- tried to take uh, like nine how nine, many nine, nine, bug ads do you want to buy something like that yeah and i would type like nine 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 in, and it was like come on now be reasonable and i was like all right a hundred thousand and it would be like bug porn <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I think the best um, for me, the best part of this game is when the credits roll. It's a, it's a song alike of Rage Against the Machines. Wake up from the Matrix. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was so checked out at that point. I was just like, this game's over. I'm done, and I had turned it off. <laughs> I feel better because I checked the achievements. And I'm like, all right, so I'm finished. I'm at the title screen. There's no new game plus. <laughs> There is a chapter select, which I think is a good sign. <laughs> Am I missing something? Is it not over yet? And I check the achievements, and I'm like, oh, I got like 7 out of 24. <laughs> there better not be like some secret mode, and Mike's like, did you play the secret mode, Tommy? And I'm like, what's secret mode? <laughs> okay, so, um, spoilers. This is spoilers, but um, who's what's the developer's name? The developer's name is Twinbeard. Twinbeard put out um, a second game. Um, later on, a couple of years ago, called Glitter Mitten Grove. And there was an ARG around it um, where they 
He gave instructions that he was releasing frog fractions, and he had people find it. And Glittermitten Grove is not officially made by Twinbeard. So it was just a game on Steam that got released, and people had to go and find the game. And then within that game was Frog Fractions 2. Wow. That, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, that concept is better than this whole game, just doing that. <laughs> also, I should suggest, so I should say, Hop's, uh, Hop's, cap, Hop's Iconic Cap, which is a spoof on the, the Skyrim horse uh, skin that they originally did, like the first skin. Um, Hop's Iconic Cap, which is the DLC for Frog Fractions, is actually Frog Fractions 4. Whoa. 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 What happened to Frog <laughs> Fractions 3? <laughs> we don't know! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that, that well, isn't that the old gag? Well. You get three pigs and you paint one, two, and four on them and you set them loose in a high school. Classic. That's Yeah, that's what he did to us. <laughs> So, yes, so this is this game. We just talked about it for a while. I think it's like, I mean, it, it's in, I don't know if it's in the same vein, but there's like games like Undertale and Cruelty Squad that are like artsy and um, like artsy's subversive. A, artsy's a stretch here, I think maybe. <laughs> it is, uh, it is I would, subversive. I would say this, this is pretty artsy. Well, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, but. Or maybe we'll get into it right now. I don't know. Is there more? Right. Is there more it seems to like the opportunity to get into it. All right, are we getting into it? All right, we're getting into it. This is our 151st game on the endless list of video games. Um, <clears throat> last week we added PUBG, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds at number 66 to the endless list um, for our 150th entry. And so this game, um, I will say about this game. <clears throat> It, so like there, uh, so also there, there are games that feel like this that are that are the uh, avant-garde video games. I would say, like Killer Seven, kind of feels like this a little bit. I don't know if you guys know about Killer Seven. No, I've never heard of it. I've heard of it, but um, I am not familiar with it. I would say like this also has a little some inscription vibes, although inscription's a way better game in terms of like how meta it is and how it changes around the the context of how you're playing. I would compare inscription to Doki Doki Literature Club often. Um, I don't think this addresses like this doesn't really get meta. It just gets weird with its story. Yeah, that that's kind of my yeah. thought on this. Like when you were saying it's an inside joke, like that's what it is. It's just like some like a bunch of gags, but like it's not it's not subversive the way like so like they change the gameplay around and they kind of spoof different genres, but they don't really ever. I mean, I guess they do a little, but they don't. It feels a little shallow. They don't really use those mechanics to like make you make a decision or think about the game differently or like your mm -hmm. role as a gamer like. Uh, um, near near uh, automata does like it's kind of like oh, okay we're going to show you all these different genres of video games in this and it's going to make you think about the story we're telling differently because it's also acknowledging that it's a video game and you're a gamer and this character is kind of an analog for a video game character even though it is a video game character and it like ties all these knots this was kind of like oh yeah you know uh ddr what if you just smashed all the buttons <laughs> it's like okay well yeah that is that is funny don't get me wrong there's no there's <clears throat> no like real game plan this aside yeah. from the text adventure part right. and maybe like the maze part it's like when you're playing the the frog fractions the the lack the like 
on the lily pad sucking things up. It kind of is a shitty game. Yeah, it yeah. just kind of is designed to frustrate you also. Like, that's it. Right. It's not like, oh, there's like a, a, a lesson I'm learning about how this common video game trope is suddenly being subverted um, or like a cool mechanic that it's revealing. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's playing a joke on you. I don't think at the time it was really breaking new ground on anything. Um. But nor do I think that they necessarily intended to do that. No. Like like you were saying earlier, like this was a joke between friends and like that made me feel better about it than kind of putting it with these other ones like, uh, I don't know, like Doki Doki and Inscription and, you know, Baba is You or something like that, like Near Automata. Like those are games that like were trying to go out and kind of make a little bit of a point with what they were doing in their gameplay. This was just like guys having a gag. <clears throat> yeah. What? So I'm curious. So Tommy seems like he's very low on this game. So I'm I'm curious. Where do you think it goes on the list of video games that we have currently? Well, so just to remind the audience, I have not been here for a long time. Um, so. Uh, looking at the list, I had a bit of a quandary where I was like, I feel like Quop should be higher, but it's there, so I would rank this below Quop. Uh, so where's, I'm putting where's it. Where's Quop? Where's Quop? Oh, 142. Quop. Yeah, so I would put this at 143. <laughs> I Quop is still a video game that can theoretically be mastered and beaten to the satisfaction of the player. Um,. There is no satisfaction in finishing, finishing this. Only well, relief. You say you're done with it. <laughs> I, um, I did kind of hate playing this game and wanted to turn it off almost as soon as I turned it on. <laughs> it was just like, oh god, all right, all right. Well, that was me. Mike, Mike, it was Mike said it was only an hour, so let's just get through this. Um, I, on the other hand, think it should go higher than Thrasher, Skate, and Destroyer, but I think that's where it would go. Thrasher, Skate, and Destroyer. Where's that? That's at... Uh... Number 129, below L.A. Noir. 129. Okay, so we're in a neighborhood, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. We're... Yeah, I mean... All right. I didn't know how high <clears throat> you might be going up the list on this, necessarily. All right. Uh, I mean, it's a, one might say this is a video game. <laughs> one might also say... Mm. Yeah, you, you might. <laughs> You might just say this is something you stumbled upon on your browser and uh, it just kind of had its way with you, but that's that's pretty much the game. <clears throat> um, yeah, I guess, yeah, this neighborhood makes sense to me. So we have Thrasher, Skate and Destroy at 129. We got Tommy saying it comes in under Quop at 142. I would say 143. Where do you think it goes? Or oh, 143, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of the other ones in this area, Zone of the Enders, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, Twisted Metal, Kim Kardashian Hollywood, notable, notable pick. Um, wow. Is it better than Kim Kardashian's Hollywood? I think it is. You think it is? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I enjoyed it a little bit more. I'm trying to think like where my references here in between these games, because I haven't played a bunch of these. I've played Twisted Metal. This is the Chris and Mike zone. Yeah. yeah. This is where you guys <laughs> send video games to die. Yeah, between, like, it's hard for me to judge because I'm like, well, maybe Quop is fairly placed because I haven't played anything between Quop and Fire Emblem Heroes. And I will admit that Fire Emblem Heroes is probably a better game than Quop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, it's on the list. It officially is. Yeah. Hmm. 
Man, NBA 2K13 is down here. Chris talked about that so much. I mean, I knew this at one it, point, but it was the Wii, the Wii version. The Wii version, mind you. Okay, yeah. yes. but the, we only did the Wii version. But does that speak so. for the whole game? Are there other versions of NBA 2K13 on like Xbox? Oh and yeah, such? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So you guys are really waiting that one down with the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when yeah. I was playing Frog Fractions, the first thing I compared it to was Peasant's Quest. <laughs> Which, I don't think I've heard of Peasant's Quest. Peasant's Quest is a more complete game. Like It's more of a parody of King, King's Quest made by the Homestar guys. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a sequel to Trogdor yeah, yeah. in its own right. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. Yeah, we should play that at some point. I used to be a Homestar Runner fan at one point. That was like my college years, probably. Oh, wow, so... Yeah, like yeah, I'm like thinking when it was on Flash, <laughs> and YouTube wasn't really a thing because I'm old as fuck. Peasant's <laughs> Quest was on Flash. Wow. Yeah, sometimes I remember YouTube wasn't a thing, and then I'm like, damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was in college, there was no YouTube. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, it was like 2005, wasn't it? When it when it launched, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so that was middle and middle of high school for me. Face Facebook was just profile pages, and that was fun. Oh, I wasn't allowed to have one yet because it was a high school student. It was only for college students at the time. Yeah, you had to be an the undergrad. Fa- the Facebook. The Facebook, right? Yeah. Well, yes. We're we're pretty old. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm kind of willing to split the difference on this one between Thrasher and and Quap. Um, I it, we're kind of like splitting hairs about exactly how bad it is in this neighborhood. Um, I feel like it's 130, 134. How do we feel about one thirty? I was going to say, I feel like it's not better than Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, even though that game was like awful to play again after all those years. <laughs> At the time, that game was like, this is sick. Look what they're doing <laughs> with like lighting and and stealth gameplay and like international intrigue. And now it's just like, uh. but yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to give Splinter Cell the nod there. So, Can we do number 134? Yeah. Is that okay, Tommy? Uh, Sure. Okay. We're splitting the difference. We did it. We played this we game. We added a, a new game to the endless list this week. We, it's Frog Fractions. We didn't even I really wish, say the word. Um, ed- we didn't really say the word and ed- edutainment, did we? Did we say that? No, it's like this a is not an edutainment. Game. No, it's a spoof <laughs> of an edutainment too. But you know, we we have a certain respect for the edutainment genre on this this podcast, so I'm, I'm surprised we didn't talk about that. What is the genre I should put into our list? <laughs> I, I put it on my personal list as browser game and edutainment spoof. So, Bra- a browser. It says on on Wikipedia. It says browser game. Yep, that's where I looked. That's where that's my source of knowledge. Yeah, that's typically how I go. But I was like browser mixed media. Mixed media. It is poop and paper. <laughs> Maybe some code. Um, not that much though I, dear dear Twinbeard Studios if you would like to um, include a link to Frog Factions 5 on the endless list and point an ARG back to the podcast listen I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that but I'm not saying you should but you should do that right we'll have like a little treasure hunt uh, we can go around and collect all the pieces and put the map together and discover the, the true location of this, this franchise. Imagine, though, if, like, he took some random podcast and he's like, yeah, we put all the information for where Frog Fraction 5 is on this podcast. You have to do fractions and... <laughs> with our list. Ooh, there's all sorts of equations on the list that you guys don't even know about. It's a link in the pot in the uh, on the endless list 
to another tab on the podcast spreadsheet where then it goes into a, a um, Google Sheets based game that you have to complete in order to get a download link for Frog Fractions 5. Or it's just on the ideas for future podcast tabs where no one will ever find it. It'll never be accessed. <laughs> and no one looks at that. No one looks at it. <laughs> I look right, at it sometimes because I think it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, should I put <laughs> things in here? No. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> I should. We're just People will say names of games and I will just throw them in there sometimes. I haven't done it in a while, but um i used to do that and then i was like no one has we don't ever want to play any of these games no one ever wants to we, play we cleaned games. up a lot of double entries the last time we looked at it too we were like hey uh kotor is on here like 15 times we should probably do that <laughs> that happens but yeah frog fractions 5 coming out on the steam this is part of the arg officially and we will be back next week with another uh episode of this podcast Steve, do you know what we're, we're playing next week for the podcast? It's Is it Frog Fractions 16? No, that can't be right. Is it a bug version of a game? No. No, I think it's a Are there I think it's, Are there bugs in the game? There are. And uh well, I guess they're kind of they're kind of big monstrous bugs, but uh yeah, we're playing we're playing Dark Souls next week. Oh, Q laugh track. <laughs> oh no, Q the we're playing it it's going to be relevant because it's going to come out three or four days before elden ring comes out oh and we've all elden ring and we have been playing dark souls and we're going to have chris on that podcast who's a dark souls virgin and i'm very excited yep Yep. he sounds into it he is is he going to beat it in time i feel like he's not he's going to give up halfway or something I don't know. He needs to pick but it. we might. He needs to pick it up. We, yeah. Anyways, we will be back next week with another podcast. Tommy, thank you. You're welcome. Steve, thank you. Bug Michael, thank you. Signing off from Bug, Massachusetts. This is it so bad.